Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy investigates random labeling. Welcome. Today I'd like to explore the concept of random labeling, or kuntak in Tibetan. Random labeling is part of a two-step process that goes like this. First, we select some portion of our perception and give them a label. And then once we've done that, we fixate on that and we make it solid. We make something that really doesn't exist into something that's seemingly solid. And we do that over and over again. There's a famous quote in the Western lingo saying that there actually are no fish. Fish do not exist. There are lots of things swimming around in the sea of various sorts. They exist. But fish don't really. Fish is a label. The problem isn't so much that we label things. It's a natural thing to group things and put them into categories and give those categories various names that another person might group totally differently and give different names. The problem is that labeling leads to fixating, fixating and making what is arbitrary seemingly solid and invincible and unchangeable something to be fought over, something to be claimed, something to obsess about. I think this idea of random labeling is connected with obsessions in a way, obsessing about things. How many times have you found that something you obsessed and obsessed and obsessed about wasn't really real? It may have felt real, may have occupied our mind, kept us obsessing from morning till night, but it didn't really fundamentally exist. It was all in our head. That's a random labeling is something that comes all in our head, I suppose you could say. We select out bits of reality to identify with, bits of reality to reject, bits of reality to claim, bits of reality to throw out. But all of those decisions are based on kind of randomness. We not only impose labels on all aspects of reality and other people as well, but we ourselves are often labeled by others in a certain way, which we may or may not agree with. We may actually be offended by labels that are put upon us. Who said? Who said that's what I am? Not what I am. And likewise, who said that the way you think of that person is the way they actually are? That label actually fits. Where did that label come from? came from some kind of random thought and then grasping and fixating. People pay a lot of money to have the right label, the right credential, Labels are connected with the notion of the credential is a real thing. That's really you. I am a Harvard graduate. I am a tall person. I am really smart. All of these labels we might cling to or pay money for to inhabit, to claim as our own. You could say, I'm a Buddhist, but there's no such thing. It could seem that we actually just keep creating labels within labels within labels and attaching and attaching and fixating and fixating to the point where we can't even see beyond them. We're caught. I first heard about random labeling in the context of teachings on compassion and emptiness and how the way we label things and fixate on them creates obstacle to cultivating an open and loving, compassionate nature. The problem is that once we've imposed labels on, on an experience, it's hard to, to see it in any other way or take in any other perspective. We kind of lock things in with our labels. And we lock ourselves in with the labels we place on ourselves. We lock others in with the labels we place on them. 
of course, we need to categorize and, and we label things all the time in, in a very neutral kind of functional, uh, useful way. But the problem is then we, we take them too seriously and we begin to mistake the labels for the thing themselves. In the context of study or learning, this can be looked at as mistaking the words for the meaning, getting caught up with the, the accoutrements, or mistaking the outer gestures for the inner meaning, the trappings for the reality, getting intrigued and fascinated by labels to the extent that we're disconnected, losing touch. Labelings can also feed a kind of either-or way of thinking or replace a label from one dimension on an experience or a person, and that blinds us to seeing the many other dimensions that person may have. We might label someone a loser, and that's that, or we may label someone as superior, and that's that. We may label someone as good or as bad, and succumb to kind of a binary thinking. It's like losing labels to simplify experience and to make it a little bit more manageable and thereby lose the complexity, the depth, and the richness of what's actually happening. Random labeling closes up the open expanse of mind that really is the basis of genuine compassion. Random labeling channels and directs compassion to our own benefit, our own interests. I think that in navigating our world, concepts such as random labeling, so connected with bias, prejudice, preconceptions, and just generally mucking up our more clear and direct perceptions, it's really worth exploring and kind of understanding to see what are we actually experiencing. Are we just experiencing our own labels, our own thoughts, or can we see beyond that to others? Random labeling is no joke. It is a process that perpetuates suffering. By clinging to the labels we arbitrarily swear allegiance to, that we arbitrarily take as solid and real. We perpetuate our own suffering, and we perpetuate suffering around us. And we contribute to the confusion that feeds suffering and the cycles of suffering that so painfully mark our individual and collective lives. When we see the degree of self-inflicted suffering that's caused by random labeling, it awakens our compassion and inspires us to cut through the underlying ignorance that perpetuates that whole painful cycle. We see that whole process more clearly in ourselves and in others. Because of that, we have a way out. We have another way, the way of openness and compassion. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.